0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian, and I'm Megan. <sighs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say after this because it's like, and we're this gonna be covering some tough stuff shit. today because we're doing yeah. the Duggar trial.
1: Yeah, this is not this is not a normal episode for us. We're not gonna be talking about any uh-uh. TV shows at all, um, and we're going to be talking about some very sensitive topics yeah and so this is definitely one of those episodes that, if you are uncomfortable hearing about, you know, any type of
0: any type of sexual assault, any type of child abuse or child mistreatment, um basically, if you have a trigger and you know who Josh Duggar is and they coincide, we will see you next week and we yes. love you,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. You put it perfectly. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we have we have to talk about this. It's very big news. And I mean, it's like directly relates to everything we talk about every week. So yeah. Yes. Uh, The good news is, though, can we, we should just start? Should we just start out with the good news? Let's just do it. Yeah,
0: we'll just do it.
1: He's this motherfucker's going to prison.
0: Yeah, for possibly up to 40 years. And he's definitely going to be on the sex offender registry and not going to be around people. or I mean, not people, but children. So I,
1: I think he's actually only up to 20 years because I think he can only oh, be fuck. convicted on one or, like, his sentenced on one of the charges. They both carry 20-year yeah. sentences. So I think the Damn. maximum he can spend is 20 years. But I think oh. it's likely it'll be closer to, like, 10 probably.
0: Hopefully. Fuck. I mean, yeah. But – Yeah, I mean, I want this man to get 40 years. Don't give me concurrent sentences. Give me sequential sentences. He's got to pay for both buddies.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Like, this man should just rot in prison, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) But at least he was found guilty. At least there was, you know, some type of justice that was found. I mean, I don't think any type of, I I just don't think any type of, like, I don't know, prison sentence is enough for this type of crime and this type behavior. of behavior exactly um but yeah. at least he was found guilty so we can at least yeah. i don't know it's just a, it's a it's a victory we can sleep for easy sure.
0: for at least probably the next 10-ish years yeah
1: and so can his children well not really but a little maybe Fuck. a little bit easier because remember he has seven children including a literal newborn baby that was born in october so this man uh-huh. is now no longer going to be allowed around those children or any other children uh which is God. how it should be
0: Yeah, which is how it should be. I mean, I hope he's not allowed around them. There's, you know, a light possibility he might be able to, but Right. I don't know.
1: Yeah, either way, at least he's not a free man
0: um, Mm -hmm. able to do whatever he wants. At least the next... His his infant daughter can be 10 years old before she meets him, which seems to be out of his age demographic. Oh, God. I don't even want
1: to talk about that, but... Um, but yeah, it is. I don't know. It's I was just listening to the trial because I have been following it very diligently throughout the week because I have yeah. no life at all. I was not impressed with the defense's argument, which we'll get into all of this in a little bit, but I was not impressed at all. Um, and so I would have been... I don't know part of me was like I would be surprised if he wasn't found guilty but I, I at this point I'm not surprised by anything especially when it comes to the legal system and like justice in the in the yeah. United States like just anything can happen um, so but it was nice well, especially
0: that w- because oh sorry go on no
1: I was just gonna say it was nice that it was like actually it actually like went the way it was suppo- it should have gone this time because that does not yeah. always happen.
0: No, and I was gonna say, especially because when he admitted to it when he was fifteen or whatever, um, the fucking cop that booked him—not booked him, but like whatever they did—I don't even Talked know to exactly him, what they did—gave him a stern talking Talked to, him. to him. Yeah. <laughs> is in jail for like the next twenty-six years or something for distribution of child pornography. Like, yeah, this shit—you uh, just this hooked sh- up a kid who was fucked up with a child pornographer.
1: Yeah, like the <laughs> shit runs deep, and it's like. There's so many things that can happen that could, you know, make it him not be found guilty. So it was just it's it's nice that it was that this went exactly I was supposed to go. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know, it's it was nice, I think especially considering the fact that, like you said, he was never really held accountable for his previous No like horrors that he had committed on his own sisters
0: and yeah. i know i feel so bad when i say like indiscretions because that feels yeah. like i'm like euphemizing them but i just don't want to be like because he molested his sisters yeah, yeah. well i think yeah Ugh.
1: i think i think anna would say childhood wrong choices or teenage wrong decisions but that is certainly not what these are mm-hmm. um teenage wrong decision yeah, that's like sneaking out like late at night going to a party. That's like a teenage, you know, yeah. issue. That's it's yeah. not molesting your sisters, Anna, sorry. But anyway, no. it's just nice that like because part of the part of the trial was found finding whether or not um evidence from those molestations would be admissible in court during this, and it was I was so happy that they were because it was just at least he's being held accountable to some degree for what he's done at least that is like there's some type of justice however little you know at least there's
0: some type of
1: repercussion from what he's done
0: yeah yeah i mean he should have been put in i know there are like sexual rehabilitation sexual offender rehabilitation places for kids who have these things because most Mm -hmm. of the time it's from trauma in their own lives that they're then enacting on their siblings which Seems pretty fucking possible in this creepy ass church that keeps yeah. out people get arrested for doing terrible things to kids. Yeah, things things aren't, <sighs>
1: things don't look good. Like, it, it runs deep in the, mm-hmm. in those circles for sure.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. All right. Well, so we're going to kind of go and do a chronological survey of the trial so mm-hmm. that everybody can kind of feel like they've got all the details in, one, in the right order. Because I know that was hard for me. I've been reading, you know, The Sun and tweets and stuff. So yeah. we've been kind of mixed up.
1: Yeah, I tried to put together like a comprehensive list of just like every day of the trial, what the big things that happened were, bloody, bloody, blah, blah. Because, yeah, it's there was all there's a lot going on and there's a lot of little things that I think people probably <laughs> could have missed if they weren't paying as close of attention to it as I was, which I hope people weren't because I was a little too into following. It yeah, as, like, you know.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, no, I'm so anxious because I'm reading the news, but I can't stop reading the news because I'm wondering what's
1: happening. hundred <laughs>
0: percent. Yes,
1: for sure. Um, also, yep. quick shout out to the Duggar Snark subreddit, which I talk about a lot mm-hmm. on this podcast and I'm a active member of, but... I was on that subreddit like night and day during this whole trial and it was amazing. The mega threads, they were the only way you get through it. For sure. So mega shout out to Duggar Snark and all the people on there because I was right there with you. Anyway, (laughs) so the first day of the trial was Monday, November 29th and this was actually just an evidentiary hearing which basically, Mm -hmm. like we said, it was unknown whether or not testimony and evidence about josh's molestations was going to be admissible into as evidence for this case and the issue surrounding that was basically clergy confidentiality they were saying that Mm -hmm. um so bobby holt was the person who testified she's a longtime friend of the duggars and a wife of jim holt who was a church elder and she's the one who was testifying that josh came to her and told her all this stuff and i guess the defense was saying that Josh came to her as a church elder and told her this under confidentiality. Mm-hmm. However, um Bobby's a woman and <laughs> women cannot be church
0: elders in IBLPs. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, and they all knew that. And Josh was old enough to know that. Mm-hmm. So if he had wanted to go speak to a church elder, he could have. Exactly. He could have talked to Jim Holt. I mean. Right. Um also Bobby is the person whose name looks like Bob Ye. Bob Ye. Like Bob So if you've been seeing that in the news, yes. it's Bobby. <laughs> Somebody mentioned on the subreddit that they just
1: say it like Kanye, like Bob Ye. so I every time I see it now, I can't I cannot unthink that
0: mm-hmm. I know I, I keep telling you she's Bob Yeezy. <laughs> Bob
1: Yeezy, exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, Bobby Holt is a longtime friend of the Duggars Um and her husband, Jim Holt, was one of the church leaders. And actually, interestingly, their oldest daughter, Kaylee, I think, was her name. Um, was actually kind of really pretty remember. much betrothed to Josh. Like they were kind of in courtship pre courtship
0: at the time of the, yeah, I think they had been like formally cour- courting for like a few months when this all came to right. light.
1: Um, and then immediately after it happened, the court, the courtship was, you know, <laughs> terminated <Severed>. rightfully. So, <laughs> um, so Bobby testifies, <laughs> Bobby testifies to basically what occurred. And she says that this happened on March 30th, 2003, um, she claims that um, her and her husband were contacted by Jim and Jim Bob and Michelle to come and talk to Josh about some issues that they were having with them, I suppose. And during this, this conversation, um, Josh confessed to touching four of his sisters inappropriately, mm-hmm. um, including an incident that had occurred that day um, where he, quote, inappropriately touched uh, Jane Doe 4 while
0: she sat on his lap during Bible time. I just want to fucking cut this guy. Every single time I read anything about what he's done, I'm just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking cut him. Yeah, <sighs> but I can't because he's going to go to prison. But
1: <laughs> So, yeah, Jane Doe's <sighs> one through four. Like, Jane Doe four was the youngest. I'll just say that. So that's,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, Jane Doe four was five at yes, this point. Yes, which, holy yeah. shit.
1: Um, so then... She further, she goes on a little bit further and talks about an incident, oh, that occurred in actually February of 2002, where one of the Uh Jane Doe's, um, quote, went and told his parents what he did and that he had confessed. And I just want to note that February 2002 is a full year before March 2003. So... That Jim, if Bob, and knew. Michelle knew for at least a full year that this was happening before they attempt to, attempted to contact somebody outside of the
0: house to help. I just want to put mm-hmm. that out there. And it's so fucked up because that means that he's been semi-courting this girl, their daughter, the Holt's daughter, for a year mm-hmm. as a known predator to his parents.
1: Yeah. So then, further, Bobby testifies that... Josh actually came to live with the Holtz in Little Rock, Arkansas, between January and April of 2005. Which, I would not let this man live in my house after knowing all that, but whatever. Um, so yeah. here, Josh was receiving regular counseling from Jim Holt um, as a church helder. and during this time, Josh shared more information with Bobby about the incident, specifically the incident during Bible time, um, and she stated that he stated that he d- touched her over and under. Um, her clothes, and also digitally penetrated her.
0: Which, fuck this guy. I
1: hope. Yeah. And then he also elaborates on the February 2002 incident, and he said that one of the sisters woke up and hit him, and then told, uh-huh. and then
0: quote, snitched on him. Um, right? Like, that's not a fucking snitch. <laughs> nope. Snitches get stitches because they're snitching on stupid shit that doesn't involve them. This yeah. is called standing up for yourself and self-defense and fuck them up.
1: If something is happening to you and you tell somebody about it, that's not snitching. That's just telling something somebody that about something that happened to you.
0: Yeah. That's just standing up for yourself and <laughs> Exactly. Whatever like boundary. I feel like this goes beyond boundaries. Like this is like boundaries of like decency, not just like boundaries for my mental health.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the last thing I really wanted to say about Bobby's testimony, which is very oh. important, I think, is that she claims that she went with to, with this further information to Jim, Bob, and Michelle, but they, quote, didn't want
0: to hear it. So. I mean, obviously, they sent him off to the Holtz house to live. Let's see. He was born in 88. So probably the last six months of him being under 18. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fuck fuck them (laughs) it's
1: just fuck fuck Jim Bob and Michelle so much like I am so irate with anger like I mean and we I think you could put the puzzle pieces together and see that they probably knew before they did anything about it and they probably could have done a lot more than they did but this is just like clear proof that they were just closing their eyes to it and refusing to help Mm -hmm. their fucking children and it's just it's despicable to me and jim bob and michelle and josh are the worst people on the earth
0: Mm-hmm. i know it's it's so fucked up and i hate it and i can't believe there's more than this honestly oh, that's yeah. kind this of is the just thing the it's the beginning. like this should have put this man in prison from the day that someone else heard it but alas here we are <sighs> yeah so the other
1: important thing that happened this day is Jim Bob Duggar testif- testifies.
0: The only time we get to hear from good old Jim Bob.
1: Yes. And Jim Bob failed to give any specific answers at all regarding <coughs> anything that happened um, in the past. He, quotes, he, re- he claims to not remember because, quote, it's been like 18, 19 years ago, a long time ago. Um, fuck you, you don't forget something like that. Also, you Mm-mm. didn't seem to have an issue recalling like the details when you talked to Megan Kelly like six years ago. So maybe if your if nope. your memory is like leaving that quickly, you might want to get that checked out.
0: Yeah, go to a doctor or don't. For real. <laughs> <laughs> i can't i feel like i can't actively wish active harm on people because we're recording this and i don't actually mean it because i'm not actually going to physically harm someone but but yeah i can say i hope you have an untreated medical issue that you don't get <laughs> taken care of and it causes you discomfort i hope you stub your toe so hard tonight and mm-hmm. it that's all i have to say steps on thumbtacks exactly you know every thumbtack is always pointy side up i hope you have all of that happen.
1: <laughs> oh, so then my favorite part happens though. And this mm-hmm. at one point the prosecutor Carly Marshall um shows a police the police report um from this incident. And this police report image that they showed happened to still have In Touch Weekly's watermark on it because it had been leaked to the that's how it was leaked out. And yeah. Jim Bob was very upset that they were including tabloid as evidence and he says i'm not going to allow it are you going to allow for that he says that to the judge and <laughs> the judge says if there's an objection to be made somebody will make it but it won't be you
0: <laughs> i know Fuck God, him i'm so up. glad that this fucking judge had read the vibe of this family before which i'm sure they'll be like oh the judge was biased he just he knows he doesn't like Duggers, like they're trying to say the prosecution didn't look for anyone else because they Is just wanted to prosecute a star yeah the star josh duggar and it's like josh duggar hasn't been on tv in a long time mm-hmm. like so since- that was
1: the first the end of day one basically and no, there wasn't any rolling on this day the next day november 30th yeah. was just jury selection we did mm-hmm. find out some potential witnesses for the trial. We learned that Jill Dillard, Jedediah Duggar, and um, that yeah, Jill Caleb Dillard. Williams, Kayla Williams is the employee at the car lot, um, and then Bobby Holt and Jim Holt, obviously. And these were all just like potential witnesses, not necessarily that they would, yeah.
0: just people who can't be in court to re- watch the rest of it, so that they don't have their witness statement, yeah. s- swayed. So all of these people, maybe they wanted to come to court, maybe they didn't, but they aren't going to be there. Right, exactly.
1: And um, just a spoiler, Jill and Jed never did testify, which I am so uh-huh. glad that they didn't because I know
0: I, I don't think I think they were only on the burner to testify if they absolutely had to if the defense had uncovered some kind of 100% weird thing.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm glad that they they didn't have to do that so a jury of 12 plus four four alternates were chosen out of 52 potential jurors the only thing interesting of note that i wanted to talk about is that one of the potential jurors that was like called jury duty that day um was dismissed because their daughter is married to a (laughs) dugger
0: and it's like uh did no one just like cross check i feel the like names.
1: that's a pretty yeah that's a pretty big one there and even the judge was like i'm surprised that this was not somehow filtered out but yeah you gotta go <laughs> you cannot be part of this
0: the only other juror that i remember that got booted was uh one of the jurors who admitted to having read Dugger snark hell yes <laughs> yeah read it oh, everyone was like come hang out with us <laughs> <laughs> for real though yes yeah
1: yeah but that's about it for that day the jury was selected mm-hmm. Then Wednesday, December 1st was, like, the first official day of the trial, and the first thing that happens is a good thing. The judge ruled in favor of the prosecution and will allow the evidence to be heard by the jury. Um, so that is very yeah. good news.
0: It is, especially because, like, it's not in a case that happened before. Like, it was a police report, but there was no ever, like, investigations and whatever. Right. Yeah, investigations, so... You know, they could have said, Oh, we don't know the we can't verify the veracity of these yeah. things. Which I'm glad that they're just like, Okay, we're gonna let the victims we're gonna believe them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was really happy. <laughs> this
1: was that was like the first like really good, like good big sign that this was gonna be a good thing for me because that was one thing I was worried about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, so then we get into opening statements a little bit um, the prosecution kind of goes into the forensics of the case they this is where they get into descriptions of the CSAM which I feel so fucking yeah. bad for this jury and fuck Josh Duggar for not just taking a plea deal and making everyone have to sit through all this but yeah. um, they also talk about the incriminating statements made by Josh which was when he like the cops showed up to the car lot and he says mm-hmm. oh has somebody been looking at child porn or like something along those lines
0: yeah like shut the fuck up you stupid shithead idiot and the fact that you said this you knew it was for you because exactly. if i were working at a car lot the first thing i'd think i would be like oh is one of these cars stolen exactly oh, is 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 there some kind of fraud going on 100
1: it should like i my mind would immediately go to some some type of financial thing involving cars yeah not child porn unless i had been looking at child porn on the computer you know it's like what the right fuck? okay and then the defense um they claim that they are going to go with the classic whodunit this is going to be a one of those your favorite mysteries you're going to have no idea what's going to happen
0: which is like shut the fuck up yeah it's like what's the answer going to be josh duggar in the office with the child sexual assault oh, materials god yeah huh.
1: and then they also <laughs> talk a little bit about how Josh is too dumb to know how to do all the technical stuff, which I love a good Josh is dumb defense, but like, nah. He's not that dumb. He's not. It's That's really not that hard. That's the problem with him.
0: He's one of the smarter of the 19 because I think, you know, being the firstborn child yeah. gives you a lot of stuff, a yeah. lot of extra exactly. stuff that they didn't do with their 18th and 19th.
1: Oh God. Ugh so then their first witness is detective amber calmer um she kind of just presents the peer-to-peer activity that she that she discovered on josh's ip address including photo and video csam evidence that was downloaded and streamed. which this is when part of the jur the jurors had to watch portions of these unfortunately which i cannot fucking imagine uh-huh. having to do
0: that nope I'm definitely gonna tap out if I get called for jury duty, and they're like, "Okay, so it's a child sexual yeah. assault one," and I'm gonna be like, "I'm good for me."
1: I'm, I, I think that was one of the one of the things they discussed that like you will have to look at this material if you don't think you can handle it. Like you need to tell us now because yeah, yeah,
0: and I don't think I could handle it. So <laughs> nope, nope. I mean, shit. I think the only like the furthest case I think I could handle would be like murder. Yeah. Cause I mean those are usually horrible things to look at, but not in a surprising and horrific way that will hurt you. Like yeah, yeah, just <laughs> sexual assault stuff. Yeah, no, thank you. I want to say with Amber Calmer, she also was the one who said that he's been doing the, that. She found Torrance on his personal computer, mm-hmm. but not that was like, but not CSAM. So it was just like you know he downloaded fucking the Avengers movie or whatever. Right. And in 2017. And so he knew how to do that in 2017. He's not going to forget it by 2019. All the tech's still the same. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So then
1: the next witness is special agent Gerald Falconer of Homeland Security Investigations. Mm -hmm. And he kind of just provided some background on investigating CSAM cases in general um, and then played portions of a recorded interview that they did with Josh at the car lot. And one of these clips has Josh admitting to using Tor browsers in the past Um, and this was, I guess, brought up before like Tor browsers were like formally brought up in the case and he kind of just gave that information to them.
0: So yeah, he was like, oh, so this is how I access the dark web, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know. I have such a hard time with these cases because like Tor has many, many cases uses and is very useful for yeah. things like people who want to blow the whistle people who live in oppressive regimes and don't have access to the internet all of these things are very good but as with everything people will eventually become people yes, and fuck it awful. up yeah exactly it's not like it's not like the dark web invented child pornography people have been fucking doing it for ever yeah. since before the internet right. not ever maybe but since before, you know, the, since internet, before yeah. the internet before the internet People have been fucking doing this gross-ass shit and spreading it amongst themselves and their weird, creepy, fuckhead compatriots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ugh, sorry, I just wanted to <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> yell it's... about that a little.
1: Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> so that wraps up the first day. Um, I kind of have noted like who was there every day because it was interesting to see mm-hmm. who was coming every day. And the only thing I want to note is that Anna did leave the room for the portion where the the jurors watch the csam which i mean i get but like
0: i don't know yeah it's kind of the same thing that i feel that jim bob didn't show up to any of the yes. days except for the last one because i feel like you should have to fucking witness this
1: uh-huh yeah exactly if you're going to stand by this person you should have to you should have to see what they've done exactly because jim bob only came to
0: the defense ones which fucking pussy boy
1: but anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know I hate jim bob He's just, like, he's like, oh, I'm so strong and so cool and the headship of the family. And you're like, you're a weak little piece of shit who can't even keep his son in line and keep his daughter safe.
1: Also, Fool has been outed as wearing a toupee on the Duggar Snark subreddit. And it is very clear. (laughs) Yeah, that line. That line. (laughs) We don't, we see right through you, Jim Bob. Yep. Okay, so the next day of the trial, uh, we start with cross-examination of uh, Gerald Faulkner by the defense And the questions at this part surround why it took basically six months from when they discovered the CSAM to the raid, because I think this was discovered in May, and the raid happened in, like, November, and he says that his reasoning for that is that there were cases where, basically, I guess, CSAM was being produced, Produced. and people, like, children were being hurt, and those cases needed to be prioritized by people just downloading, which, I mean, I get. That makes sense to me, so...
0: And while, I like, I know I've read lots of things from people who do um, CSAM investigations and stuff recently because I've been super interested in, like, how do you get into that line of work and how do you, like, survive yeah. in that line of work? Yeah. Like, how do you make it through just seeing horrible images every single day of your life that, holy shit. Yeah. Like, you can save some of them, but obviously some of them are going to be not happy endings. No. Yeah, for sure. I can't imagine But Anyways, all of them say that there's a, such a huge backlog that, like, even kids who are super in danger aren't able to get saved because they just don't have the manpower yeah. and whatever can, to deal with this.
1: I can see that. It's fucked up. And, but, like, yeah. how
0: the fuck do you recruit for that? You're like, yeah. hey, you want to go look at some fucked up shit and we're going to, you know, maybe hopefully try and get the guys? <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. It's, <sighs> it's a
1: nightmare. A nightmare for sure. True nightmare. So this is also where the defense tries to implicate Caleb Williams, who was an employee of the car lot, saying that he also had access to this computer as well, therefore it could have been him. However, the court objected to this line of questioning as Williams was out of state at the time. I believe he was in Illinois and he was um, he was being, I don't know if he was un- in trial or something, but he was in trouble for yeah. um, sexual assault. So she yeah. was not, fully not on the state, so...
0: Yeah, he was not in the state. He was currently being tried for, I think, impregnating a sixteen-year-old. Great, cool. As an adult man. Great
1: people in this trial.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. I love how Jim Bob's hiring of the car dealership really. He knows how to pick the best guys. He the knows best how people to pick work there.
1: So the prosecution's next witness is Matthew Waller. Um, this a note. This is Anna's brother-in-law's brother. I think that's the that's the relation. Yeah. Like his sister is, her, Anna's sister is married to this guy's brother is, I believe, the relation. Yeah.
0: Which in their families means that the Wallers are part of the Kellers, are part of the Duggers. Yeah,
1: they're all the same. They're all, you know, one and the same. So this this testimony kind of got a little messy. Um, he states that he worked into the car lot up until April of 2019. And this, just a note, the materials were discovered in May of 2019. Um, and yep. things got a little messy when the defense... Cross examined and they talked about Josh's password for this partition, which is Intel 1998, which we'll get more into that in a little bit. Um, and he said that sounded vaguely familiar to him. And so yeah. I think the prosecutor, the defense was trying to be like, oh, he knew the password, but it's like, I think yeah. he just knows it because he knows the brand Intel and 1988 is like a year. Like, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, and so the thing is, is part of this I read when it was happening or like right after they got out for break for lunch. Uh, and they were saying that the prosecution had to clarify, they're like, oh, because the defense has asked you this question before in like, you know, previous part of the testimony or something or prep, they had been saying, you know, this password had the word intel in it. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah. And so th- he was like, yeah, you know, that could have been where I, why it sounds familiar, because yeah. I heard it a couple weeks ago when I was doing trial prep. Yep. Yeah, they were uh,
1: definitely trying, just trying to trick <coughs> this poor guy up. And he's like, not. Yeah. I don't know if he has like the iq to be able to see that so uh
0: it was just kind of a mess but i don't know i mean most of these people as anti-government and anti everything they are they still overall trust cops so Mm -hmm. i think that's the problem with like matthew waller he's like you know i'm just gonna say some stuff and it's not gonna be taken out of context of course not you're like no sir you have to be very precise because they'll try and get you yeah for sure
1: so then, the next witness for the prosecution is Jeff Wolford, um, and his—he's from Covenant Eyes. So Covenant Eyes is, um, I guess, a software that is for Christian people uh, who want to yeah. watch and make sure that their husbands aren't looking at porn. I think it's—I think it was originally for kids. Yes, like so. And I know I—I've heard that it's used in like, um, like Christian schools and stuff like that to make sure that like kids aren't yeah. looking at stuff.
0: Which, you know, kind of makes sense. Yeah, The fact that you had to do it for an adult human man. Yeah, it's like fucked mm. up.
1: So Josh has been subscribed to the software since 2013, and I think Anna was his accountability partner. But he basically this testimony revolves around the software and how it would not work on this partitioned hard drive that was set up on this computer. It wouldn't
0: see what he's doing.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't see what he's doing. So it would not, yeah, it would not alert to it. That was basically all that was said
0: by that. But I just I love the yeah. idea
1: of Covenant Eyes and Josh having to be watched by In fact,
0: the other thing that they had to do was that Josh was categorized as a mature teen in Covenant Eyes. That's oh. what this guy the other thing he said. And I was like, Well, all right. Mature teen, I guess at thirty three, that's something.
1: Uh I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't call yeah. I wouldn't call anything about Josh mature, but whatever. No, uh, so then then the next witness was Special Agent Jeffrey Pryor, who was present at the car lot when the warrant was executed. And he just went into detail about what items were seized and why. And I, this is kind of, I think, where the router thing started. Like, the defense. Holy
0: shit. The fucking router <laughs> and the ac- like remote access. Like, no, you yeah. have to physically turn off the computer to access the other partition. Like, that's what a partition is. It's, yeah. There's a solid wall there. Yeah. So.
1: But yeah, the, the defense kept trying to be to harp on how the router was never seized, and that would have given them the information they needed, but it's like all bullshit, and it was just really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next witness is James Fottrell of High Technology Investigative Unit of the U.S. DOJ, um, and he vividly describes the CSAM that was found on Josh's computer, um, and yeah. this the jury uh, privately viewed these materials. Um, and he also explained the Linux partition a little bit better and how somebody needed to be physically present to switch sides and there needed to be, like, a password entered. It's not something that could be done remotely. It's something that somebody needed to physically be at the computer to do. Mm -hmm. A big point I think the defense kept trying to make on cross-examination of this guy was that there was no evidence of CSAM ever found on Josh's personal laptop or cell phone, but, like...
0: Yeah, they keep trying to say, like, that means that it wasn't him at work. And it's like, no, it just means that he's smart enough to not use his home computer that I'm sure his wife uses, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, that that does not mean
0: anything. His wife, who very much knows at least a little bit of how much of a shit he is, even if she's not looking for, like, CSAM. She knows he was on Ashley Madison. She knows he cheated. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and the only other thing about this day that I want to talk about is Justin Duggar. Um... Oh, jugger! Oh, jugger! <laughs> So Justin showed up uh, with his mother-in-law Hillary, and I don't, I don't know if Claire was there this day or not. But
0: it was someone identified her as Claire, but it wasn't Claire. It turned out to be some other spivy relation. Claire was here some days,
1: but I don't know. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is that when they were leaving for the day, Justin exits the building and he turns to the camera and gives him two big thumbs up and a smile, which is um, not really the tone to go for here.
0: And, like, I get it. He's young. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. Like, he doesn't really know the gravity of the matter, I don't think. No. Like, but, dude, don't do it. Yeah. It's It's like doing that at a funeral. Like, (laughs) haha. Yeah, like, no, this is not. Like, even if you think that your brother is
1: not guilty of this, this is still a very serious topic. Like mm-hmm. you should. This is not something that you should be taking lightly. But yeah, I like. I don't think
0: he did it like to be an asshole. And, I think yeah, he, not like ha ha. He's gonna get away with it. I think he was just yeah, nervous. I,
1: yeah, I do too. And I think that just shows you how young he is. And he's fucking been married for like a year and a half or something. Yeah. Like what the? I mean, fuck? he got
0: married on his 18th birthday. Like yeah. Well, and okay. So I'm gonna put my conspiracy theory out Hell here yeah. into the world. Go for it. So. The Spiveys, the father, no grandfather Spivey of Claire. Okay. Um, he runs the place that Josh was sent in two thousand three for rehabilitation of like offending people. I think I did. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. And so I think I may have told you this conspiracy theory, but my conspiracy theory is that because Justin and Claire got married in twenty twenty, and Claire Spivey obviously connected to him, Justin connected to the Duggars. Are they trying to put these families together? Because this is after May 2019. Mm-hmm. They started courting after May 2019 when Josh got caught. Yeah, like, is it? Could it be? I could. I yeah. Mean, is I mean, it just that it's a very small community? Possible, but yeah,
1: but let's just let's just turn it into a conspiracy because we can. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we can, and we just have to always remember that the Spiveys are connected to it. They're not just yeah. They're not just married into the family. They tried to maybe fix pest with prayer it didn't work it did not work they should definitely also have to be there to witness what they've done
1: (laughs) yeah a hundred percent so then day three of the trial friday december 3rd it's my mom's birthday by the way hell yeah the prosecution calls james fattrell back on the stand and he prevents prevents sorry he presents (laughs) evidence that shows that the passwords to the Linux partition until 1998 was used in several of Josh's personal accounts and also includes Josh's birth year.
0: Not really smart,
1: huh? Including the Duggar family Instagram, by the way.
0: Yeah. And the, um, their bank account and Anna got like all weird in court about having their like bank account password out there. And it's like, that's "Mm -hmm." the least of your worries, honey. Yeah. Yeah. No, (sighs) no,
1: So then we get into this is my favorite evidence, which this to me is like, this cannot be argued at this point. So I know. he's just literally not even trying to not get caught. He's not. They basically present a timeline that places Josh at the car lot, a hundred percent when the CSAM was being downloaded, um, and this includes geotagged photos as well as text messages. For example, on the 14th of May, at 4.49 p.m., he texts, got stuck here, to Anna, um, and then at 5.28 p.m., videos of minor girls are downloaded on the Linux partition side. At 5.38, uh, videos of minor girls are downloaded on Linux partition side, um, and then more movies are, are downloaded, and then at 5.48, pe- um, he Texts a customer about a car at the lot and then he takes photos of the car at the lot right after at 604 so i mean
0: it's he's not even trying so like my favorite not my favorite it's not my favorite but i mean my like this is just the stupidest thing he's done Mm -hmm. is um the next day 11 15 a.m um he texts that he's at the car lot and he'll be there until one i'll be back you know So then 3.55 to 5.08, he sent several texts, one of them saying that he would be at the car lot until 6, until, like, between 5.20 and 5.45, there's CSAM downloaded there. Between 5.00 and 6.00 in general, five torrent files of videos were downloaded to the computer. And at 5.58, he texts customers that he'll be at the car lot for a while, because he's had customers. (laughs) It's just, like, there's no (gasps) nothing. Like, it's just... Like, how... I don't know how you can be so nonchalant doing such a big crime. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Like, no, big he deal. knows
0: it's a big crime. Like he asked them, like, oh, was someone downloading child porn? It's yeah. Like he actually thinks that child pornography and regular adult consenting are the pornography same. are knows, the same. Well, he knows he had he knows to... the difference.
1: Well, also, like, you know, you you have to go to these lengths to mm-hmm. get and view child pornography. Like, it's really not that hard probably even with covenant eyes to find regular porn on the internet it's so much harder yeah. to, like there's a reason for that buddy and you know it
0: yeah yeah like you can go on tumblr.com and yes. probably find some teddies to look I at if get, you want to you can with get covenant porn eyes. on twitter easily like yeah yeah just like <laughs> set up an account and tweet something with the hashtag that's trending and you'll get 15 porn boxes. 100 yeah yeah just, um but no God. this fucking dude he's so dumb He's so dumb and such an idiot and just so without remorse. Like, the fact that you can text your wife, I'll be home late, while you're watching, like, horrible videos of, like, 5 to 14-year-olds being assaulted. And you're like, be back later, LOL, love you, bye. Yeah, fuck you. You're broken. The inside of you is broken. For real.
1: (laughs) I mean, 100%. There's something so wrong with him. It feels like texting from like a bank robbery, yeah, like I, i'm I mean, we I mean, I'm glad he is this dumb because this is how why he got fucking convicted because oh, if yeah. i were if I were a juror, like this would be the smoking gun evidence for me, I think that like they mm-hmm. have this timeline. they have nobody else was there at the time. Nobody else had access to this computer or this partition.
0: like he's been taking pictures of the computer screen. yes, with, like like a it'll be like you know i think he took a picture of another car ad or something with his phone then turned off his phone switched over to the linux partition Mm -hmm. and started doing terrible things like yeah yeah what the sir what the fuck um (laughs) god i don't even know all of the all of the days are terrible Mm -hmm. (laughs) that he did and it's just it's outright it's him
1: yeah 100 percent. like this to me was so good and Maybe we'll try to put um, like a link to this timeline in the um, show notes because I think it's it really show it to me. This is like a hundred percent how like it shows that he yeah, was the one that did this it. this
0: alone was like nail in the coffin yeah. for him. Yeah, a hundred percent.
1: So then the defense cross-examines James Fottrell. Um They basically ask a bunch of dumb questions about the router that was never seized and a thumb drive, um, and but thought ultimately does not think it would be necessary and that either no either thing would provide any additional information for them
0: the computer would also tell you if someone had remotely accessed the computer it's not just the mm-hmm. router like they're just trying i mean i know yeah. it's the defense's job yeah. to defend people and try and find any reasonable doubt but also these defense lawyers are not like public defenders mm-hmm. they're hired shitbags by the doggers so
1: <laughs> yeah yes that's because the big thing about the big i guess story that the defense is trying to paint is that somebody could have remotely accessed it on the computer, but um, Faltrell says that that's not true, probably, and there is no evidence of it, and also, even if somebody were remotely accessing the material, it would still be playing on the computer that Josh Duggar was sitting at.
0: Yeah, when you collect when you connect virtually to a remote desktop to somebody else's computer, you see, yeah, you can
1: see what's yeah, happening. Yeah, the mouse it's moves like on your screen
0: and <laughs> their screen. Yeah, it takes over your computer. So he would have noticed yeah. if somebody else was on the computer. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just not not
0: buying that. Really. At all. No. No. Um, yeah, I liked James Fattrell. I thought mm-hmm. he was very he was knowledgeable and very like tech literate while being able to like layman's term it for people yeah
1: for sure yeah no i thought he, he did a very good job so then day four was monday december 6th and clint branham is his name i believe a Duggar acquaintance and he specifically said he was an acquaintance and not a friend yeah testifies for the prosecution and he states that um, josh was very familiar with computers in that in 2010 he had a conversation with josh Um, telling him about how to set up a Linux partition. And then Jim Holt further testified and said that he was present for this conversation and that it did happen.
0: Yeah. Well, and okay. So like I do computery stuff. It's one of my little like hobbies is doing stuff on Linux and whatever. And um, to make a partition, it's really not that hard. Like Mm -hmm. I know they're trying to kind of frame it as like, Oh, this is high, high tech knowledge. And it's like, you just have to know you have to be able to find the setting in windows or a Mac And it says, you go and it shows your whole hard drive and it says, do you want to create a partition? And you say, yes. And then you can install Windows on it. You can install whatever from the computer or you can install it with your own little thumb drive or CD-ROM or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's it. It takes literally like four clicks and waiting.
1: Yeah. Like (laughs) you should, you just need to like know how to Google to learn how to do stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you can Google, if you know the word partition,
1: you can get there. Exactly. Exactly. It's really not that hard. Um, so then bobby holt acts as the prosecution's final witness and she basically it's basically the same information that we went over already before because that's the same it's the same testimony essentially where he details the confessions that josh had made to her and yeah i think that this was a a good final witness for the prosecution like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like letting the i guess i think it not only shows that like this is has been a, an issue with josh for a very long time but that like other people yeah. have already been affected by this man and his issues
0: yeah it's not that he's just innocently not innocently but like not hurting anybody yeah no looking at pictures which you know the pictures themselves are hurting people But right. there's kind of a difference yes between assaulting a child and looking at videos
1: which yeah ugh, no both 100% both just they're both make my stomach turn, but yeah but but he's done both different and he's yeah, done both he's done both and he has a history of
0: it and, and he, has, he hasn't changed and he has
1: seven children of his own
0: yep um this was the best part of this part for me was bobby Holt was asked not by the prosecution mm-hmm. who should have set up this fucking dunk for her yeah, when this was jim so bob good. said oh i don't remember it was 18 19 years ago the fucking defense is like well how do you think like how do you know that all of this information y- are is you accurate sure it's right? it was almost 20 years ago and she says You don't forget something like that. It has affected my entire family. Yes. And it's like, yeah, that's the correct response. Yeah. And that wasn't like, and think about it like 100%. That was
1: just her finding out that like somebody she knew and loved like did uh-huh. this but it wasn't even like to her own kids like yeah she f- couldn't
0: have done anything to stop yeah. it she wasn't there she you know hadn't seen anything or been the one confessed to at the time like how that was fucking jim bob and michelle <sighs> and yeah. they're like i don't remember like how
1: do you not remember the day that you learned that you f- like failed your children as a parent basically
0: also it's total bullshit because we know that fundies fucking journal their asses off they write about everything oh yeah
1: for sure it's just it's but yeah that was so good and i'm so glad that bobby got that that got that slam dunk because
0: and the prosecution didn't do it because they're like we don't need to take the low blow Like we've already got this case in the bag. we don't need to do anything is that they did it to themselves how could you even know Mm -hmm. i don't remember 20 years ago it's like yes we all remember traumatic events from our lives yes. however long they were
1: yes i mean i yeah i mean like just this is not at all the same but like i was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes 18 years ago which is almost 20 years ago and yeah. i was 11 at the time and i remember that day so vivid. i remember every detail about that day like that's just like those yeah. traumatic big days
0: you do not forget no you especially don't. when and you're it's... an adult <laughs> like, yeah when you're an adult that understands the consequences like kids and stuff may be able to like not know what it was and get through with therapy and stuff and kind of right. deal with that stuff. But like, as an adult, you know what happened, you know mm-hmm. what that means. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck you, it's Jim so Bob Duggar. Up. That's all I have Fuck to say. You, Jim Bob fucking Duggar.
1: So after this prosecution <laughs> rests their case and the defense starts. Um, they call their first, first witness, um, Michelle Bush, a digital forensics
0: expert and poor Michelle oh my god i so when i was catching up on this day four on monday december 6th i was reading this and i was like this woman doesn't know what she's talking about Mm -hmm. this woman hasn't touched a computer i don't know what's happening and it was so frustrating because i was like what there it's the end of the day like no one gets to tell this woman how much of a dummy she is like she doesn't know anything she doesn't like she barely was able to explain what torrenting was and that's like easy
1: yeah yeah um but she yeah she kind of in this because this is the end of the day so it's just kind of right before things are wrapping up and she goes into detail about her background in regard to investigations and then she tries to explain josh's computer set up but (laughs) it it doesn't go great but she does say she contradicts con sorry she contradicts the prosecution statement by saying that she believes that a linux partition like a remote access to it would be possible which I'm sure it would be but there's no evidence of it and that's the point.
0: Well, and the thing is it's like it is probably possible but it's also that like if the linux partition is open someone could remote access to it but then someone would have had to open it. Yeah, exactly, 100%. That's there's, kind of the thing. Yeah. Like for the most part it's not a huge huge use case. You can't hack a linux partition right, right. and remotely access it but like it would already have yeah, it would start. already have
1: to be on the computer open like
0: yeah, it would just be like hacking Windows or hacking somebody's Mac computer. Right, right. <sighs>
1: um. So then the next day, thankfully, we get Thank into <laughs> we we, lo- we d- Michelle Bush gets put in her place. Yeah. So the prosecution, God, the prosecution <laughs> cross examines her. Um, And they start kind of with a hit to her credibility as it was kind of revealed that, like, the experience that she was talking about, like, her years of experience, like, also included, like, when she was in college. College. Which is not Which that's not experience. That's when you're learning. That's training. That's the up. Yeah. (laughs) And also, it was, there was a lot of, like, questions about how many federal cases she's actually tried. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, apparently none. And so it's, it just, I think they were kind of trying to make her seem like you made yourself seem like an expert, but you're really.
0: No. Yeah, which is true. I mean, she did try to make herself seem like an expert yeah. and say some, like, really wrong things. Yeah, I mean, that's the to whole... even a non-tech expert. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: She this Importantly, she also stated that she has never taken a Linux-based course or had any formal training on the torrential downpour software, which is how Le locates, like, CSAM
0: downloads. Yeah, yeah, it's one of their... They basically this is an easy description it's a torrent thing that connects to a torrent and then is able to pull every ip address that downloads the file right yeah so So that's how they locate who is downloading the child the csa and it's not like a crazy thing that's like a very often used in investigations thing i've heard about it a lot
1: and i am not an
0: expert in any of these
1: topics exactly basically they just made her look really dumb and there's like so many things that they like called her out of not knowing anything about that it's like not even worth going into all of them but like yeah. she like never listened to any of the interview of the uh, of josh at the car lot she didn't know like anything about the contents of the, like she didn't know anything about the case mm-hmm. it was very clear and this like i feel bad for michelle yeah, i kind of
0: do too <laughs> because like all of the stuff is stuff that her attorney should have prepped her with yeah And they didn't. And they didn't even know that they had to prep her with it. And that makes them the worst
1: jerk. It just carries
0: lawyers. Yeah.
1: It just did not. It was just not
0: a very good. It was Mm -hmm. not very good. I just feel so bad. They just tried to find anyone who was willing to do it for the like thousand bucks that you're allowed to pay. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Poor girl. She didn't have any experience, didn't know that she'd get shot down that fast. But
1: honestly, what? (laughs) But also,
0: you're trying to defend a child predator, which is
1: really. Ugh. yeah 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 it's <laughs> hard to it, feel a lot of sympathy it's there's a lot of feelings so then the defense calls their second and final witness daniel wilcox who is a former homeland security investigations task force member and um i don't really understand the point of his testimony
0: i think so my this is gonna be my this is my guess when we get the transcripts of the trial there will be, like, 500 questions they ask this guy that he says, either, I can't ask this guy, I, or I, I can't answer this question due to it not being related to this case or something, or it'll be like, you know, we didn't do that, or it'll be like, you know, just very much they're trying to, like, get this guy to say one specific thing that'll help their case, but he's not going to say it because it's not true or important. whatever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that, I mean, I guess that makes sense because basically, all well, he was... Um, sent undercover uh to the car lot to confirm i guess that the duggars were working there and um he did confirm that they were working there and that's like all basically that came out so yeah i think they thought that maybe we were going to get something out of them but they did not and (laughs) that's all the defense rests their case after
0: two horrible uh witnesses so yeah the prosecution didn't even cross-examine daniel wilcox which is why i think that he was like gotten by the defense and he's like you know nope there's nothing else to say except for they were there we were Mm -hmm. undercover and they were there yeah
1: so then the last part of this day the prosecution calls back up james fodrell to stand as a rebuttal witness to respond to bush's testimony Um, and he demonstrates the process of downloading a linux partition and a tor browser and then he emphasizes again that no evidence of remote access was found on
0: the partition Mm -hmm. so yeah. and downloading Tor is just as easy as downloading chrome yep it, yeah 100 <laughs> percent. it's just another browser <laughs> okay we're
1: getting we're getting there we're almost through it we're getting so close <laughs> we're on wednesday december 8th <laughs> i know right that was like two days ago so the prosecution's closing arguments occurred um attorney carly marshall took the stand and was really trying to make it clear that Josh was the only one at the car lot at the time. Like I said, yeah. I, they, I think they proved it pretty clearly with their timeline and everything. Um, they just went over all of that. Um, and basically were are like, he was there. He was the only one there. He's the only person that could
0: have downloaded this. Yeah. He's the only one that could have set this up mm-hmm. and named it and used certain passwords. Right. Like- right.
1: Then the defense did their closing <laughs> arguments. Uh, attorney Justin Gelfand reiterated their points Um, And they stated that investigators did not investigate any other avenues once they discovered who worked at the car lot as, quote, they were too starstruck about the possibility of prosecuting Josh Duggar.
0: Yep. And of course, the prosecution, because they have burden of proof, they're allowed a rebuttal like in debate team. Mm -hmm. And the other attorney, I think second seat, Dustin Roberts, says, y'all this is he's saying what we're all saying he's like no no one gives a shit that it's josh duggar except for the fact that we all know he's a skis bag Mm -hmm. and the reason they didn't investigate anyone else is because there was no one else to investigate right they just showed up at this guy's computer he had the materials on there and they were like you're it and he said what is this about the child porn yeah yeah he literally (laughs) says this is not a very
1: complicated case he says, and then I loved this quote. He says, Mr. Duggar had his day in court. Now it's time to hold him accountable. It's time to convict Josh Duggar. Ugh, what?
0: Man, I bet that's like every lawyer's, like, dream. Yes. Being able to have, like, a solid case like this and just being able Slam to give that down. good. Yeah. Just convict him. Just well, do it. Yeah,
1: and just, like, know it, like feeling good that you, like, put somebody that without a doubt you know was doing this away. Because I'm sure yeah. that that's not always the case. But, like, no. this is, like, without a doubt. you This fucking douchebag is doing yeah. skeezy shit
0: well and fucking like he's the literal worst at it too like he wasn't even trying to cover it up like I know that people who like produce CSAM do a lot like drug dealers and stuff where they try and obfuscate what they're doing right yeah it's and he's just like sitting there basically fucking taking screenshots of the screen and being like look at this video I'm watching <laughs> what a fucking idiot
1: for real though <laughs> So then, the deliberation of the jury begins, and um, they did ask to review a couple of pieces of evidence. The first was uh, at least piece of the audio recorded interview between Josh and investigators at the car lot, and that was granted. Um, and they also requested a calendar from March 2019 to present, but that was denied as that's not an official part of evidence. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the day ends without a without a, a verdict. And I think a lot I I think a lot of people were getting a little anxious, at least on the Internet. But I think a lot of people don't realize how long it takes to, like, talk through everything. And like the jurors have not had a chance to talk about this case to anybody Mm -mm. yet. Like this is the first time they're getting to talk. It takes hours to go through. It's also every single person has to agree. It takes a long time.
0: Yep. And I've been I I was watching before this trial started and um, was Sines versus Kessler, which was the. Charlottesville, Heather Heyer, Mm -hmm. um, who got murdered by the car, and it was basically Richard Spencer and Chris Cantwell, and they were their own lawyers, of course, because they think they're God's gift to fucking man. Mm -hmm. The signs versus Kessler, the jury deliberated, well, so... The jury deliberated for a long time, but we were also shown the jury instruction documents. Like somebody posted, like one of the reporters posted them, mm-hmm. and it's like pages and pages, and you have to check every single name, every single right. law that they could have broken, every single like piece of the law where they have to like, okay, this has to be intentional, this has to be this, this has right. to be that, and they have to g- agree unanimously on every single point. Yeah, yeah, hundred so percent. Like a while.
1: even even if it's like a super straightforward, um, like slam dunk case, it takes a long time. It's just a process.
0: Yep, and you got to
1: make sure that process is
0: done right so they can't win an appeal. Mm -hmm. So
1: then let's get into the best day, day seven of trial, yesterday, Thursday, December 9th. The jury reconvened for deliberation. Um, I think it was 8 or 8.30 that morning. And a little after 10 a.m., not very long at all, the jury announced that they had reached a verdict, and Josh Duggar was convicted on counts of receipt of child pornography and possession of child pornography. (sighs)
0: um sentencing is gonna happen in four months and he's in jail until then which is the only time i've ever been happy about anyone in jail
1: yeah for sure like a hundred percent yeah i'm i'm just yeah it's just it's It's, a good
0: it's a good day day. it was it was a good day Mm -hmm. and just watching him have to walk away and not be able to be in house arrest like he has been which is a privilege denied to many Mm -hmm. on trial yes Now he gets to go fucking think about it by himself for a while yeah have
1: fun and hope that the other inmates don't hear about what
0: his charges are yeah
1: 100 percent. because that is uh yeah not even
0: murderers don't yeah really uh agree with the
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's one thing that like literally every single person can agree on that like child predators deserve yeah. to rot
0: yeah yeah like i mean at my heart i'm a prison ab- abolitionist and i don't think prison should exist and there's other rehabilitation ways but the last person's to be released from prison should be josh duggar and people like exactly him. i 100 100
1: yeah
0: we'll start with everybody for drug charges then we'll do violent crimes and stuff man we can leave the child predators in there for a mm-hmm. while they can keep
1: so do we want to go into some of the statements and uh reaction mm-hmm. and things like that so I'm not going to read the full Dillard statement because it's really long. It's not really long, it but is. it's just too long to read. But it's yeah, really... and it has a
0: lot of quotes from the yeah, Bible and yeah. stuff in it. So
1: honestly, I was really impressed by this statement. I thought mm-hmm. I kind of loved how they like I'm not Christian myself, but I kind of love that they
0: used their religion to like bitch slap. Jim yeah. And like, Michelle hey guys. And Josh. like, yeah, <laughs> you covered this up and that's against God's law. So hope you're out in hell. basically. Yeah. Um, but the
1: quote that i really want to read um which is the most interesting part to me is after a quote a proverbs quote they say we have been lied to so much that we wanted to hear the evidence for ourselves in court after seeing all the evidence as it was presented we believe the jury reached a just verdict today consistent with the truth beyond a reasonable doubt yeah and like fuck yes first of all um i'm a hundred percent like glad that Derek went every single day to listen and to yep. you know get the get the information for themselves because this is not something yeah. that you need that you hear secondhand if you want to know the information yeah. about it.
0: Well, and like Jill was how old was she when Josh was assaulting them? Was She like 9 Probably ten? like 9 I would say, maybe. Yeah. So like she fully remembers mm-hmm. what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this probably will be good for her because she's seen her parents lie for and about like for Josh lie about her. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: I I I I feel so I'm just I'm very happy for Jill in particular. I just feel like she Oh yeah. probably is it's probably very therapeutic for her to watch all this happen and I'm glad that you know as much as like I disagree with Derek on like basically everything I am glad that he is being a supportive seemingly supportive husband to Jill because Mm -hmm. that is what she needs right now and she has never gotten that support before Derek so and the bar is on the floor (laughs) yeah Um, they go in to talk a little bit about how Josh's actions have affected very many and that their hearts are with Anna and their children and They'll do anything they can to support them, which, I mean, I think is an appropriate thing to say. Like, I don't know. It is. I mean,
0: there's a lot of conflicting feelings I have about Anna. But at the end of the day, she's a woman in a church that actively oppresses her and lies to her with men who, I mean, Josh did bad things to the people that he met on Ashley Madison. Mm -hmm. Like, he hurt them and abused them. And Anna doesn't know what sex is supposed to be like. Yes. So... Who knows what she's been fucking suffering. I cannot through.
1: imagine what she's gone through. And I it's it's easy to sit back and sit in like demonize Anna. And there are and I'm not like Anna is has her issues. She's a
0: complicated she, character. <laughs> she's
1: literally like has children with this man and is complicit in that nature. But she did not have much of a choice. Like literally her parents sold her into being the wife of a child pedo, like they knew about this the, uh, being yeah, a pedophile yeah. and she like what was she gonna do she didn't have an option so it's it's hard it's really hard to to think about anna and it has a lot yeah. of conflicting thoughts but you know who i don't have conflicting thoughts about is his fucking kids and i feel very bad for them oh, and yeah. i'm happy that they're away from josh but like this is going to be very hard for them and they're still oh, yeah. like the th- the thing is, like they're like what is Anna what is Anna's options? Like she's yeah. going to be with probably Jim, Bob, and Michelle. And like And if she's not
0: with them, she'll be with her parents right. who sold her off to them.
1: So like what it's just there's no winning here
0: and it sucks. I know. And it's like it's double suck too because even if this was like the awakening moment for Anna you can't send your kids to public school with a dad with a googleable name as a fucking child predator your kids will get destroyed and it's not their fault but they will
1: yeah yeah that's a good point I don't know it's just it's
0: it's really sad and I just I don't even know I feel so bad for his kids and I think it's just gonna make the Duggars even more insular And Mm -hmm. isolate themselves so that they just can't get caught for all of their misdeeds. And it's just going to be more and more secret squirrel bullshit with kids without social security numbers. Mm -hmm. So CPS can't come fucking check on them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. (sighs) That was the
1: other thing is I think that like Anna denied letting the CPS check her kids,
0: like interview her kids. And like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Like, I can kind of see you don't want to traumatize them more by having to do an interview about their creepy ass dad. But also you should probably make yeah ask your kids if their dad has done something yes, to them
1: 100 percent. yeah like
0: that should be a priority yeah i would think i don't know
1: yeah i think that if i found out that my husband was a was looking at child porn and was a predator um, uh, mm-hmm. i would be my first concern would be for my children's well-being i for,
0: yeah, yeah honestly if my husband turned out to be a child predator if i found out like he got arrested like She did in May 2019. I think once he was released on house arrest, I would have just murdered him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not a very violent person. I wouldn't harm most people. But, like, if I found that someone in my trust had done something this egregious, mm-hmm. like, mm, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, I'm going I would, to jail, too.
1: <laughs> I would not. Yeah, I would. I would not be acting like Anna for sure. But also, like, I'm not in an Anna's
0: position at all. So. No. Yeah. God, we would have parents to be like, my husband's a predator. Yeah. would be like, all right. Yeah. We'll fucking help you. Yeah. That was the other thing that was interesting is,
1: like, yeah, Anna's parents did not come to the trial at all. Like, they. They. You'd you'd think that like I don't know if my if my husband was on trial for like something awful my parents would be there to help
0: me through it. That's all yeah. I have to say. But you know maybe Anna told them to go fuck themselves because she's like you guys fucking knew. I mean don't show up. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, that that would be good. So the only other official statement that we have so far we're recording this on Friday, Friday afternoon, Friday evening um so mm-hmm. there might have been more between now and then but jim bob and michelle released yep. a statement we've got
0: and we can tell it was very much written by Hi. michelle i think because <laughs> it's it's short so i'm gonna read it i'll do a dramatic reading do it let's see how can i like put my hands so i'm like, the most michelle <laughs> like. Yes. here we go this entire ordeal has been very grievous. Today, God's grace, the love and prayers of so many, has sustained us. Our hearts and prayers are with anyone who has ever been harmed through CSAM. In the days ahead, we will do all we can to surround our daughter-in-law, Anna, and their children with love and support. As parents, we will never stop praying for Joshua and loving him, as we do all of our children. <laughs> in each of life's circumstances, we place our trust in God. He is our source of strength and rescue, refuge. Thank you for your prayers. It's like, this is not life circumstance, fucker. No. Life circumstances <laughs> are like, oh, uh, I... You lost your job. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: no, this is not one of those pesky little life circumstances that just pops up every now and then. No. Season of life.
0: No, no one else does this.
1: I hate how they... I hate... I just hate this statement, all of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I hate how... I hate the line, our hearts and prayers are with anyone who has ever been harmed through CSAM, which, I mean, obviously, I don't hate that. Yeah. But, like, I hate that... It's...
0: You should have been like our hearts and prayers are with our fucking daughters that we didn't yes. do anything for.
1: That's like you're distancing it like, oh, these are people we don't know. Like literally uh-huh. four of your daughters, at least that we know of, are yeah. abuse or a victim. This statement feels like they're just trying to distance that. And it's like really oh, fucked yeah. up because those are your kids, too. And if you loved yep. them like you say you did, you probably would have helped
0: them a little bit. and Maybe stuck up no. for them. No. Why would they do that? Girls are worthless girls oh yeah you know. good point which like, good point. it always really has fucked me up that baptist like independent baptist churches like this have been so like anti-woman and anti-girl because they're also so like anti-china they're like china makes you kill your girl daughters so that you can only have one kid that's a boy and they're like super fucking racist about it but then they're like oh yeah our girl daughters they're expendable we don't care yeah, we hate we hate sure. them <laughs> they're there um, for taking care of our kids
1: there's they are yeah they're the the sister moms—that's all they're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just know. Jim, Bob, and Michelle are the scum of the earth, as well as Josh. Mm-hmm. I despise
0: them. Yep, we hate them. Uh, we wish there was a way we could put them in prison too. But that would be nice. Yeah. They're not mandatory reporters, so I don't really know how we could get them.
1: Well, that brings us to the end. We've reached the end. Um, yes, it's been—it's been a. It's been a stressful week. Um, it has been, but I am pleased.
0: I'm pleased too. I'm glad that as much as justice can be served in a situation like this, justin, justice was served.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I know, <laughs> I I've read, I've been reading a lot on on the, mostly the Duggar Start Duggar Snark subreddit, but everywhere that like for a lot of people, a lot of victims of CSAM, this is very like therapeutic for them in a way because a lot of yeah. them don't get the same justice and like seeing you know a, a higher profile person get this justice that they you know yeah. it's just... a white
0: dude with people in politics around him with money with yeah. influence with a church of support like the fact that he was able to go to trial and get convicted is pretty much a miracle in the our fucking justice system yeah
1: a hundred percent yeah so yeah and i can't i can imagine that like if for people who went through something similar as a child like seeing somebody get pay for get it get got for it get got. like that's got to feel so fucking good even if it yeah. wasn't the person who you like your abuser or whatever I just yeah I, I get that so for everybody I think it's just it's good except for Josh thankfully
0: yeah well and the juror Jurors, yes, in general sorry jurors. y'all that you've all just been traumatized yeah. and probably need to go see some therapists for a while
1: <laughs> that's what i don't get is like why the fuck did josh duggar not take up his the plea deal offered to him when he had no defense a smarmy piece of shit like his defense was shit you'd think that if yeah. he was gonna say no to this plea deal that he would at least have some some defense uh-huh. but they had nothing His defense was wasn't me, wasn't me. Yeah, that classic who done it. I have no idea who it could have been. No clue. Let's see.
0: There was only one or two people in the entire car dealership area, and only one of them had a password to the computer. Who (sighs) done it? Fuck them.
1: Yeah, for real. Um, (laughs) I yeah, that's the basic tone of this episode. Is fuck Josh Jugger. Have fun in prison.
0: And no, don't have fun in prison. Rotten (laughs) hell in prison sorry (laughs) for real
1: yes i hope you have the least amount of
0: fun in prison and i don't often wish that
1: yes (sighs) for sure um but yeah like we said i think sentencing will be in about four months we will keep you guys updated yep he'll be in county until then yes thankfully which that was another thing that was like unsure as if he would be like kept or if he would be allowed to go before sentencing but thankfully they were just like yeah "Yeah,
0: absolutely not he has to stay in jail no No. you you come here right now you're (laughs) guilty come here Yes. We're going behind this door. You're staying behind this door for a while.
1: <laughs> you little grease ball.
0: You little fucking asshole grease ball. Fucking asshole grease ball. But if any of this content has been triggering or whatever, please speak to somebody. Yes. And talk to somebody. Don't go through it alone. Um, we can help you find resources if you need to. Definitely. Yes. We love you guys. We
1: love you guys very much, and we appreciate you guys listening. And we hope that I don't know. This has been.
0: I don't know. <laughs> We've gotten closure on the Josh Do- yeah. Josh 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 Dugger saga. Josh Dugger. Josh Dugger.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just I I I was so happy yesterday. Like I just felt yeah. so good when he. That it's just it's it, and it's.
0: It's just there's a lot of complicated thoughts, but it's just. Oh, yeah, because you feel so bad about so many aspects of it and you feel bad kind of being happy because you're like bad things happened. Yeah, but I'm happy that he's paying for them. I don't mm. know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's
1: a lot. It's a lot, but that's OK. It's yeah. Yeah. But if you have anything you'd like to say about this episode or anything else, you can send us an email at tvliterate at Gmail dot com.
0: And you can find us everywhere on the internet at TV Literate. We're on Reddit, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. If you look for us, you'll find us. And we love getting interesting and weird fundy news or reality TV news in general. Yeah. And we have a Kofi set up, www.ko-fi.com forward slash TV Literate, where if you want to give us a buck or two to help with podcasting expenses, we would appreciate it and love you guys for it.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. Um, I hope this episode was... I don't know sufficient for you guys. I hope you guys got something out of it. We will be back with another regularly scheduled episode very soon. Yeah. Get some Bates.
0: Get less back. Yeah. Terribleness.
1: Exactly. We need to. We need some cleansing. Just something that has nothing to I do. I mean, with.
0: it's a low bar, but I think Gil Bates, if one of his sons was assaulting his children, he would beat them. I would hope so. I would hope that he would <laughs> at least do something. Yeah, I think he would do something.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely don't have the same vibes I have from Jim Bob that I do from Gil. I've had yeah, my issues Jim with Jim Bob Gil. and
0: Michelle just never seem to even like or know their children. At least the Bates know their yes. children.
1: Or at least, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but we will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.